0: The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is sponsored by MyBookie.ag. Log into MyBookie now and get yourself a 50% deposit bonus up to $3,000 simply by using the promo code SGP50. With MyBookie.ag, it couldn't be more simple. You play, you win, you get paid. (laughs) Hey, guys, you are listening to the Champions League show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. Don't forget, the Sports Gambling Podcast is trying to give away $1,000 in their quest for 10,000 Twitter followers. If at Gambling Podcast, now note that Twitter handle, there's no sports in that. It's at Gambling Podcast if I have to spell gambling or podcast for you, then don't listen to my podcast. Um, if gambling, if at gambling podcast gets to ten thousand followers before the eighteenth of March, they will give away one thousand dollars to a random follower. All you need to do to enter is include the hashtag SGP ten K. That's the number SGP, the number ten K, and at gambling podcast in a tweet. You have unlimited entries. So that's at SGP10K and at Gambling Podcast. So let's move on here with the Champions League show. We've done two Champions League shows so far for the round of 16. We've gone three and one with the first. And three and one with the second, and we are one and one with the locks. So that takes us to 13 and seven for the season here for the Champions League, which has been tough. If you compare that to what we've managed to do over on the EPL show, it is quite a contrast. We've actually only got seven locks wrong there for the entire season. We are currently sitting at 31 and eight after landing both the locks at the weekend so it has been a tough season in the champions league obviously it's been a really really good season in the epl but 13 and 7 obviously isn't bad it it's a profitable return no doubt but it really does give you a greater appreciation for us being 31 and 8 over in the epl show while we're 13 and 7 here on the champions league show we're going to look to take that to um 14-7 14 and seven here, and hopefully 15 and seven next week. Let's look at the four games that we have to cover. Borussia Dortmund versus Tottenham is up first, where Dortmund are 21 to 20 to win this game. It's 14 to five the draw, and it's 12 to five on Spurs. Now Tottenham coming into this without a win in three, but Dortmund come into this with one win in nine they have completely squandered their lead at the top of the Bundesliga, which at one point was sitting at seven points. Um, They've allowed Bayern Munich to close the gap on them. It's now goal difference with Dortmund having to go to Bayern. Uh, Bayern significantly closed that goal difference as well with a 5-1 win at Borussia Mönchengladbach, which was the toughest opponents that Bayern Munich have left because Gladbach are, third pla- are in third place in the Bundesliga. So that was an unbelievable result that they pulled out. So Dortmund going to this off the back of a 2-1 defeat at Augsburg, who are one of the poorest teams in the Bundesliga, and uh, Tottenham coming to this after a lucky one-all draw in the London derby. Makes this game tough to handicap. All we know is that Tottenham will go through. Uh, that was an underdog that we gave out on um, the edition of the uh, the last the couple of editions back on the Champions League show. It's also an official play, actually, for my customers over at lockbetting.com. So we are hoping to cash a decent £110 profit off the back of taking that underdog. We took one unit on Spurs. So there's no doubt in my mind that Tottenham will end up going through. Uh, I just wonder how much of a fight back Dortmund can put up here. Um, I would expect Dortmund to win the game because Tottenham are not in very good form, but they're certainly not going to make a fight of this to the point where they qualify. I think one Tottenham goal kills this game. And I honestly feel that that is the way to go with the betting. It's available at four to seven. Um, I feel that as Dortmund are pressing forward and pressing forward and pressing forward, it is going to allow Tottenham an opportunity to score one goal. So whether Dortmund win this game two one or three one or even four one, uh, which will still put Tottenham. I think will end up scoring in this game. The five matches between this side have all featured three plus goals, including that first leg where Tottenham won 3-0, which went in at halftime 0-0, as did uh, every Champions League game in the last round except one. So that was an incredible stat from the Champions League last uh, first legs where seven of the eight games went in at halftime, nil, nil. Uh, Marco Roy scored six goals in, in his last nine matches, but Harry Kane has scored three goals in three games against Dortmund. So Harry Kane always scores against Borussia Dortmund. So here I'm going to play it safe both teams to score in this game. Tottenham certainly progress. Up next, we have Real Madrid versus Ajax, where Real Madrid are four to six favourites to win this game. It's 10 to three to draw and 19 to five on Ajax. Real Madrid are one of the most Jekyll and Hyde teams in Europe. Last time we came onto the show and spoke about Real Madrid, we were talking about them as being potential winners. We were talking about them finding their groove at the right time. We were talking about how they'd moved out up the league table, how they'd won the Madrid derby convincingly and had gone and got a draw at Barcelona. Since then, they've lost at home to Girona and Barcelona have tonked them twice. Well, once was 1-0 and the, the other one in the in the cup was actually a tonking. But the, the bottom line is Barcelona have gone and won there twice and now all the questions are being asked all over again. Um, I think now you really have to fade Real Madrid as a pick. Um, I don't stand by that comment that they are a good bet here in this competition. Their odds have actually reduced because they do look like they're going through in this round, down to 8-1 to one from the 12-1 to one that I suggested that you bet them at. But currently, looking at the market, someone like Atletico Madrid would be a far better bet at 11-1 holding a 2-0 win over Juventus and the fact that they will host a final. It is, it is looking like they're going to be a significant force in this tournament this year much more than their Madrid rivals. The uh, Juventus is probably a tough, as tough a draw as you can get um, other than possibly drawing against Barcelona who, by the way, are not yet through in this competition. They have a nil-nil against Leon, and they'll play them in a one-off game. Um, any kind of score draw will see Barcelona go out. I don't think that's going to happen, but I do think Atletico are in a strong position here at eleven to one. Stronger and a stronger, a stronger um, option to to win this competition than Real Madrid, who are favoured against them, who are in terrible form and have shown when they come up against a big team like Barcelona, they can't beat them. The contrarian argument, so that will be that Real Madrid just won 3-1 in Atletico Madrid. So my point really is this competition is wide, wide open. Um, Don't see any reason for Manchester City to be the 11-4 favourites to win this competition, Um, especially when we are going to see most of the strong teams progress through. You're going to have Tottenham in the hat. You're going to have Real Madrid in the hat. You're going to have Paris Saint-Germain in the hat. Um, One of Roma or Porto are going to be the weakest teams. I imagine you're going to have Barcelona. I imagine you're going to have Atletico Madrid going through. Uh, Whoever progresses out of Liverpool and Bayern Munich are going to be a strong opponent for anybody. And of course, City look to be there as well. So it's going to be strong final eight. As I just mentioned, I think Real Madrid are going to be definitely one of the teams that get there. Um, I think Ajax's chance was to win the first leg and take a lead here over to the Bernabeu. I think now it's going to be too difficult for them, despite the fact Real Madrid will have Sergio Ramos missing stupidly got himself booked on purpose and then spoke about it and to get himself a two-game ban. This is the first one. I don't think this is going to be costly. I think the next game is going to be costly. I think whomever Real Madrid get in the next round will hold an advantage over Madrid because I actually honestly think that, aside from the Roma or Porto um, t- uh, team that progress, Real Madrid will be the seventh Uh, strongest team in that draw, I think there'll be six better teams than Real in the next round, and I think Real Madrid will exit in the next round, especially without Ramos. I have no doubts that they'll qualify here, and I'm pretty certain that they'll win the game in 90 minutes. Uh, Ajax are going to be the team Pressing forward here uh, throughout this game, which is going to lead to opportunities for Real Madrid to pick them off. They still have enough quality in this side. They still can cover Ramos at centre back. They have Rafael Varane, who's probably uh, in the conversation with Ramos for the best defender in the world. Um, They have plenty of quality in holding midfield with the likes of Modric, Cruz, Casemiro in order to stop Ajax formulating attack after attack after attack, which Ajax did do in the first half of the first leg of this game. They, they were all over Madrid, so it was a surprise to see them win. But Real Madrid managed to pick them off at Ajax, and I think we're going to see more of the same here. I think it could be a, a good day for the likes of Benzema and Bale if Bale is picked to play. Otherwise, if he isn't, there's still plenty of quality in the team here where you've got uh, Junior... Vasquez, Isco, Asensal, uh, depending on whoever they go with here in this lineup, they have got better players than Ajax, whose star man is probably uh, Dusan Tadic, I would say. Uh, in, my, in my opinion, anyway, I, I think that he's probably the um, the best player that they have here at Ajax. And obviously, if we remember, he was a guy that moved over to Ajax from the Premier League. He was only playing at Southampton and he wasn't lighting the world up there. And obviously, Ajax are also a team that still play. class. Jan Huntelaar, a man who was... Um, sold by Real Madrid and never really made much of an impact there and uh, went over to the German league and is now back in Holland. So it kind of shows you where the Dutch league is at. And although Ajax are a good attacking team and they and they have improved and and are contending for the adversity, I don't think that they are going to be able to come here and win at the Bernabeu. And I do expect Real Madrid to, to go on and win this game. Moving on to tomorrow's games, uh, we look at Paris Saint-Germain versus Manchester United, where Paris are 4-7 to seven to win the game, 7-2 to two to draw and 5-1 to one on Man United. I don't know how Man United get back into this game, especially without Pogba. In addition to that, they've now got 11, 11 injuries with Alexis Sanchez now out as well. So I would think the game at the weekend at Arsenal is significantly more important for Manchester United. I don't think there's any chance whatsoever that they get back into this tie. It's hard to see really how Manchester United even put a competitive team out for this game. When you look at the likes of Mbappe and Di Maria and Draxler uh, coming in and, and two of those people are replacements for the likes of Neymar and Cavani and then you look at that back four as well where you know I think he should have been sent off in the last game but Kurosawa is a quality player Mounier is a quality player they got Danny Alves Marquinhos marks Pogba out of the game last time Bernat Thiago Silva still in a conversation for me for one of the best defenders in the world so um sorry it was um I made, I made a mistake there. It was Kempembe that should have been sent off. I don't think Kurozawa was guilty of, of, of anything. <laughs> it was Kempembe who um, who scored the goal and was, and was guilty of multiple bookable offences but seemed to get away with it. On the Man United end of things, um, you've got Rashford and Lukaku and then after that, you have a whole host of players that are out. Um, Martial out, Sanchez out, Lingard out, Mata out. They're going to be coming into this game playing... Uh, Diogo Dalot, uh, Andres Pereira, Fred, even Anders Herrera is out. Um, I just don't see how the likes of Pereira, Scott Matomini and Fred pose any kind of threat to Paris Saint-Germain. I'm absolutely certain that Paris win this game against an absolutely depleted Man United team who somehow managed to get it done at Palace and Southampton, but they're certainly not going to get it done at Paris. Paris ain't no palace. So I think Paris Saint-Germain, certainly in the conversation for the lock here, I think that they'll beat Man United convincingly. And Man United really, really desperately need to get their players fit for a big-time clash against Arsenal at the Emirates on Sunday, where I would personally take a draw uh, because we have some favourable fixtures where we could still get fourth place. We may even be challenging for third based on Tottenham's recent form, but we don't want to give Arsenal a three-point edge over us um, by letting them beat us on Sunday. The last game we're going to look at, and this is the most wide-open tie, is Porto against Roma. Uh, Porto are even money to win this game. It's 13 to 5 the draw and it's 13 to 5 on Roma. This one's really tough because Porto are really good at home, but Roma were my pick to qualify in this tie. I'm just not very happy going into this with a narrow 2-1 lead. I think looking at the last game, I think we have to disregard the fact that it was one of the seven of the eight games that went in at halftime nil-nil I think these are free-scoring teams and I do think that Roma will be able to eradicate that away goal so I am going for both teams to score in this one and when both teams score that's going to make it difficult to Porto because it's going to mean that they need to score three times and uh obviously, they have extra time as well. If they are to win this game 2-1, they will have the opportunity to go to extra time. But if Roma are to score two, this means Porto have to score four. It gives Roma a slight edge going into this game, providing that they are confident that they can put the ball in the net. And looking at their team, obviously, there is the quality there to do so. There isn't a lot of um, names that you'll recognize on the Porto team, even though Francisco Suarez has scored 10 goals a season. That's not a lot for a Portuguese league. He, He is the top scorer with 10 goals, but Porto and Benfica regularly dominate a very easy league. So that's not a great return for a a Porto top scorer when you look at the names that they've had there in the past. Meanwhile, looking at the Roma team, far more quality there. Uh, they've got Zecco, they've got El Shawari, they've got Pastori, they've got Patrick Kluivert's son, Justin Kluivert, uh, Daniela De Rossi, uh, uh, Kolarov is still going strong despite the fact that the pace of the Premier League was too much for him. He's doing very well in Serie A uh, as is Fazio, the Defender that didn't make it at Tottenham in the Premier League, and Steven and who's a player that's regularly linked to to Arsenal, and then you've got Costa Manolos, who's one of the highest-rated um, defenders in the world, as far as you know, defenders that are regularly linked to transfer moves is considered. So, uh, I think Roma managed to get through here. I'm going to take them to qualify here at four to seven, and I also like both teams to score at the same price. Closing out here with the lock dog parlay. This is really difficult doing it with these, uh, doing this with this minute slate of games. I've leant towards Paris Saint Germain as my lock. Uh, I just feel that Man United don't really have the team here to get the to get the job done. I was leaning towards Real Madrid. Here And uh, I still like them and I wouldn't dissuade anyone from betting them. this may turn into a official pick on the lockbetting.com website. We'll see how we go with that one. By the way, guys, I remind you once again, lockbetting.com do do a Europa League show. So a Europa League show will be available on Thursday morning. The locks for the Europa League season so far are seven and one. So I'm very strong in the Europa League. So I encourage you guys to head over to lockbetting.com, see what you need to do to make sure that you get that Europa League show this week. Moving on to the parlay, uh, as I said, very difficult for me to to do anything with this small slate of games, but I have managed to to come up with a parlay that I do like. I've gone for the tottenham Dortmund game, both teams to score, as I mentioned earlier, I think Tottenham may be able to exploit those gaps. And I do think to, that they will be able to, um, to score the goal that absolutely guarantees that they'll go through. Not that I don't think that they're through anyway. I'm fairly certain that that Tottenham are safely through to the next round. Uh, you can add Real Madrid to that to beat Ajax. And you can take Roma to qualify Uh, in the game against Porto, in the tie against Porto. £100 on that returns you 386. Moving on to the dog. This is very difficult. I, I haven't picked out a specific dog on this show um, as we are running through the games. And that's really because there isn't one that I really love. I think all of the teams that are favourites to qualify will safely qualify. I don't see any, um, any shocking upset results in this one. So for the underdog play, what I'm going to go for is Borussia Dortmund to win and both teams to score as a double uh, you can get that quite easily in the UK and that one is available at three to one so there's Dortmund to win and both teams to score yes um, it might be written up as that uh, full-time result and both teams to score is the market and it's written up as Dortmund and yes at three to one that will be the underdog on this show as I said very tough to do a lock dog parlay with just four games going on but this is the format of the show, so that is what we will do. And that concludes your Champions League show. One more reminder that you can win $1,000 on the Sports Gambling Podcast by simply tweeting them at Gambling and using the hashtag SGP10K. And as I said earlier, the Europa League show is available on my website, Lock betting.com where we went six and oh with our football picks at the weekend so make sure that you check that out that's it from me good luck with all of your bets as always and thanks for listening